Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Delighted to be joined by the head baseball coach for the Cornhuskers, Will Bolt. Two weekends into this season, three, three, and one. How do you assess the first seven games? Yeah, um, we've seen a lot already. Um, obviously, we you know didn't have the first weekend that we would have liked to have had but saw a lot of really positive things there uh, kind of talked to the team about those things and some things we felt like we needed to improve on um, you know after that first weekend and what, what we've seen from this group of guys is they're they're very intentional they're very hungry very coachable um, you know they really um, they want to improve and, and get better and that that's what I've asked of this group is just let's just show up every day work hard and, and just keep getting a little bit better so um, you know, to come back and, and go sweep a good opponent on the road after a, a rough first weekend shows me that our heads are in a, a really good spot. Just not too high, not too low. Just show up and, and, and compete. And we've done that. I think we've, you know, we've gotten better each time we've taken the field. And I thought our best game was Sunday. You got a chance to sweep on the road. And I, I felt like that was probably our most complete game. Uh, was on Sunday, so it, it, some good signs there. Uh, got some pitching line kind of back up um, on the weekend, and the bats have stayed um, pretty hot here for six games or so. It's going to go there next because I think you felt like going into the year you've really improved your lineup and you've yeah. made it longer. Guys, one through nine that can really hurt the other team. That seems to have bared out the first two weekends. Yeah, I mean you, you've had you know had Garrett Anglem hitting the nine hole to start the year, and you know hopefully we can keep him at, towards the bottom of the order. That means the rest of the guys are really, really swinging the bat well. Garrett's off to a great start. Uh, Bryce Matthews has, has had some really, really good at-bats. Josh Karen has been tremendous, what we've seen from him pretty much the whole year. Um, you know, and Dylan Carey's off to a nice start. So we've got several guys that are, that are off to a, a good start uh, offensively. Um, and that's with, you know, our, our opening night three-hole hitter, Griffin Everett, you know, has not gotten off the start that he would like. So we know he's going to be a big part of our offense. So um, you know, once he gets going, it becomes even a little bit more scary. So uh, and Will Walsh, you could probably add to that category. And um, so, yeah, I think just one through nine, it's just tougher to pitch to. It's, it's just um, even the innings that we're not scoring, we're getting guys on base, we're extending at-bats, very few non-competitive at-bats in there. And that's that's what you'd hope to see from a, an experienced lineup. You, in the past, you've had some trouble with some left-handed pitching. You saw two left-handed starters over the weekend, and you handled both of those guys pretty well. Yeah, and even in before this weekend, um, you know, the one lefty that we saw for San Diego kind of shut us down. So made some nice adjustments. Um, it all starts with, you know, the right-handed hitters just using that right-center gap, and that's kind of how we got going. Um, and then once you, once you get to that spot, the extra base hits kind of come behind that. So um, really good approaches those last two games against those tough lefties. I mean, guys that had, you know, they had a freshman on Saturday, South Alabama did, that was running up to 91-92 in the first inning. And um, we made him get in the zone. And I think that's another thing that we've we've done a really nice job of is we've – We've made we haven't chased a lot, so the pitchers we, they've had to come in the zone, and when they've come in the zone, we've been ready to hit. Even yeah, I go even back to the first game of the year. You didn't have a lot of hits, but you had a lot of base runners because yeah. you were drawing walks and yeah. making them throw you strikes. Yeah, and you know we're not going to the plate looking to walk, but we're we're going to the plate looking to get a good pitch to hit. So if we are if we are on the offensive that way, 
the pitcher tends to try to nibble a little bit more because he knows if he throws a ball over the middle of the plate that we're you know going to be ready to hit and uh, you get some more walks. Uh, you've seen a ton of hit by pitches already this year too because teams are trying to pitch us in um, a little bit more and that speaks to some more of the extra base power maybe that we have in our lineup and and we've also seen. Uh, a few times where the outfielders are playing deeper, you know, so we've had some balls drop in that, you know, that maybe not. So it's, it all comes back to getting a good pitch to hit and, and being ready to hit it. But we've got some physical guys in the lineup that are doing a nice job of, of squaring balls up. Dylan Carey does not look either with the bat or the glove like a guy that's just starting his college career. Is that what you saw from him all fall? Yeah, it is. And he, I think he goes back to, making that decision to go play at St. Joe last summer of really get gaining even more confidence. I mean, he had an amazing senior year in high school, two-time state champ, Colorado Player of the Year. Um, so it might kind of sound a little funny to hear a kid say he got more confidence. But, you know, you go put a wood bat in his hands and he goes and hits 350 against college pitching. So he's thinking, okay, this is the same game I've been playing my whole life. It's just a little bit of a different level. So I think him going and doing that was a huge step in his development as a hitter. Um, and he played shortstop every day for a college team too. So um, he's learned in a new position at third base. He's a natural over there. Um, he's got a great um, set of mentors on the infield and Bryce Matthews and Max Anderson who are veterans that have really helped him along. Um, and he's just, he's a very mature kid. So um, it's been not, not a real surprising what he's done. Josh Karen, you mentioned him earlier. He's caught, I think, six of the seven. Is that? That's right. Do you want to spread that a little bit more? Are you okay and comfortable with him doing that much? He's our guy back there, um, and, and that's the thing, and he wants to catch every day. Um, you know, you have to be – we're going to have some midweeks coming up, so there, it's going to be spread out probably a little bit more once we do that. But he's a guy that he's really taking charge back there. The, the pitchers love throwing to him, and they – we have three really good catchers for that matter, but Josh has kind of spearheaded that that mentality of, hey, I, I want to be the guy. I, I want to catch. I'm built for it. I mean, physically, he's everything you could possibly want uh, in a catcher, and he's throwing well. He's receiving well. He's blocking well, um, and I thought the thing that was, you know, a great sign was on Sunday, you know, he's caught all these games. It's hot. It's 80-something degrees the last two days there, and, you know, he drives in five runs, hits two home runs, and, you know, has three hits. So um, he wasn't wearing down as yeah. far as I'm concerned. All right, let's talk uh, pitching a little bit here. Again, visiting with Husker coach Will Bolt on Sports Nightly. The bullpen had a rough first weekend. How valuable was it, and what did you see differently weekend two when they didn't give up any earned runs? Yeah, uh, you know, Brockett did a nice job, um, you know, on Saturday kind of coming in and, and settling things down. And, you know, the game was not necessarily in balance there. So it was good to, you know, finish that game off with not a whole lot of arms. And he um, probably could have finished. He could have finished. Right? Yeah, he could have finished for sure. Um, and then Garza, of course, you know, comes in and just – was amazing um, and that's what we're you know again you don't expect a guy to come out of the pen and throw six scoreless with you know only giving up one hit but he filled up the zone I mean that's really what we want to see out of the pen is just guys that are coming in at on attack and their best breaking balls ready their best fastball command is ready uh, when they come out of the pen and, and Shea got us a couple of you know some scoreless innings on Friday a little it got a little dicey at times with him, but he made some big pitches when he needed to. Um, I think he's kind of settling in. 
a little bit and and um, you know so the, the roles are starting to get a little bit more defined but we also didn't see a lot of guys over the weekend either so there's some more guys in there that uh, we're going to be counting on to get us some big outs all right, you're headed to Minneapolis, the Cambria College Classic. It used to be called the, the Dairy Queen. I'm going to miss the blizzards part of this thing. <laughs> Heck of a field. You're going to be challenged this weekend. Yeah, it's, you know, when you, you start putting together a schedule, you want to you have the RPI opportunities. You want to put your players in um, good venues. And, you know, we're no, we know we're going to have good weather up there in, in the dome and not have to worry about that. So we're going to get the games in. Uh, but the field is is very competitive, and when we first signed up for it, it was all SEC teams. It was Missouri was was the the Saturday team. So um, you know, I think our guys we recruit to that. They know that coming to Nebraska, they're going to play a challenging schedule, and um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good field. Um, should be a, an awesome environment for our players to play in, and um, ultimately, uh, they're just. You know, Friday, you know, Vanderbilt is a, a great program, but, you know, we feel like we are too, and, and we're ready for the challenge. Then you get the defending champs on Sunday, Ole Miss. Yeah, yep, a good Hawaii team on, on Saturday, and then Ole Miss on Sunday. So, Back home in a week, weather's going to be a little chilly next week. You yeah. Already looking ahead to that? To be expected a little bit, yeah. right? Um, yeah, it may be a little dicey uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll see kind of how that plays out. but um, And then next weekend, extended forecast, we're already kind of, Potentially looking at, you know, backup plans if need be. So hopefully, hopefully it turns and we're able to get the games in here. No snow, um, field field's looking good. It's almost completely ready to go. So um, cross our fingers for some good weather. Mike Anderson's bringing Northern Colorado in. Mike That's right. Head coach here for a long time. You were here when he was the assistant coach for Dave. Before that, he's meant a lot to Husker baseball. He has, yeah, absolutely. And he he won a couple of Big Big Twelve championships as a head coach. The only game in Omaha, Nebraska's ever won. He was the head coach there, and he he gave me my starting coaching as well. Um, you know, gave me an opportunity to be his grad manager for a year, and, and hired me as his volunteer assistant. So, um, yeah, he's he's a lot of years of. Really good service here to Nebraska, and great man, great family. Um, be, be, be good to see him back here. No doubt. All right, thanks for coming in. Good luck this weekend. You bet. Thank you. We'll bowl with us here on Sports Sunday. Hey, folks, buckle up. Put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. More of the show coming up.